movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. Wait, Trey, I just said, should we be recording? And you said, yeah. Nah, I didn't yes, say you did. That. You, oh, God I'm damn it. That was so good. Well, let's do it again. Yeah, let's, let's go through our chapala. Let's just recreate yeah, perfection. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. We can do it. Hey, Adam, I'm going to Chipotle maybe oh, after. Chipotle. What do you think about Chipotle? Chipotle is not. Oh, Chipotle. Guacamole. Have you guys had? Have you guys had the queso? What? The que- Oh, the queso. Oh. No, I'm furious. I can't believe no. that the, oh, the queso. Why would they make queso? That's bad. How would you? That's terrible, the things <laughs> you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, was, it's perfect. We recreated it. That was funny, guys. Well, welcome welcome to Super Films Cast 64. Good welcome. to get the episode started off on like a real, real high-energy beat. Yes. You know what? It's just... There's like legends and myths, you know, surrounding different, you know, things, and that's one of those things that will be in legend. You'll never really get to hear the real thing, but it's gonna be a legend. You'll well, hear about I mean, I, hear I have it recorded on my end. Spencer, do you have it recorded on your end? Oh wait, we're supposed to be recording. God damn it! Are we no, not even I, recording right now? I'm. Re- I've been recording. Of course, we're all recording. I'm eating peppers. God damn it! You're worse than Austin. Worse than Austin. Trey, how is uh, life being attacked by Star Wars fans? <laughs> oh, man. You know, you put out one tweet and the Twitter mob comes at you. Tell, tell everybody about, the, about your tweet. You know, so I thought, you know, I get bored and lonely sometimes. And I feel like I just want to stir up some con- controversy. And so I, I tweeted out that uh, Lord of the Rings is... Uh, better than Star Wars, or at least it's consistently better than Star Wars. That's like and a perfectly got, sensible you know tweet. Yes. Well, but I, I didn't get as much blowback as you would think. I got a lot of people who agreed with me. I have like over a hundred and something likes. People are definitely in my camp. But then there's, you know, the Ty Walkers of the world, the Jeremy Morans of the world who just oh. can't get past their nostalgia blinders. You mean dork idiots. Dork idiots. Those two guys. That's what I'm saying. Come well, at what, me. What kind of stuff were they saying about you, Trey? Just I was I was dumb. I was stupid. I was an idiot. But other people agreed with me that, that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is co- consistently better than the Star Wars trilogy because Jedi is a stanker. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on your side there. And, like, Lord of the Rings is a much better one mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I mean, no one gave me a reason why they disagreed. They just disagreed. The 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 Lord of the Rings movie, the you know the one, is like one of the best. There's three movies. of them, Spencer. There's three of them. I would I w- agree. I will say, uh, Lord of. Go ahead, go ahead, Spencer. I was gonna say, Lord of the Rings fans are are much are much better than than Star Wars fans because the freaking Hobbit movies are so bad, but you don't see them starting like change.org petitions to have Peter Jackson crucified. Right. Well, one thing is that, that I Peter think Jackson also... is the same person who gave them the stuff they love. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. 
it's not like Star Wars fans didn't do the whole George Lucas raped my childhood, which is just like right. Jesus. And I think there was a longer period of time between the prequels and the original trilogy than there was the Hobbit movies and the original trilogy. Like that was only like a ten year right. difference, you know, between Return of the King and the Hobbit. Yeah. So you're you're not going into people's childhood. I also think that well, also Star Wars hits yeah. for a younger age group than Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. I would say. Oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings I also are... think that the Hobbit movies weren't as bad as the Star Wars prequels. Oh, for sure. The Star Wars prequels... I don't think they were good. But but what's, what's also... The Star Wars prequels are almost more redeemable because at least now you can kind of laugh about them and you can enjoy mm-hmm. them in a different context to whereas like there's not really much of a context in which you can enjoy the hobbit movies yeah they're kind of like safely yeah. bad which is almost the worst yes like i don't know i would say i watched skyscraper this week not to spoil what i've been watching but uh skyscraper is kind of that same way where it's like if you're gonna be bad at least be crazy and bad don't be just like generic mm-hmm. and bad yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the Hobbit movies seem very generic. They seem like they seem like every fantasy movie post Lord of the Rings, if that makes sense. Like every fantasy movie after Lord of the Rings tried to be Lord of the Rings and that's what the Hobbit movies felt like. Very so we, CGI, very sleek. Yes, not not very good looking. So here's here's a question for you, Trey. Yeah. If if you do count the Lord of the Rings trilogy as one movie. Do you have to? I don't to, count it as one movie. But if you did, would you have to also then include the Hobbit movies? No, because it is it is part of the story. I the reason people the reason they people put lump Lord of the Rings into one movie is because it was shot simultaneously. I got like, you. It was shot like the whole shoot. They were shooting. Maybe one day they would shoot stuff from the second movie. The next day they would shoot stuff from the the end of the third movie. The next day they would shoot some fellowship. So it was like, it was done all together. I see. So that's why people kind of consider it one movie. Not just because it was a trilogy. It was it was f- shot pretty much all together. And I, and I would say that like, is why it's more consistent than Star Wars to where, yeah. uh, I don't know, the rest of those movies weren't exactly planned. <laughs> Mm-mm. No. No, it's all. Yeah, and that's what we'll people mentioned. Go ahead, Trey. No, what are you saying? I was just saying, yeah, they're just like, uh, now we'll do this. It's They're not really working off of a plan. They're kind of just seeing how people respond and then kind of modifying their story from there. Mm hmm. Yeah, and yeah, people were saying like it's not really fair because Lord of the Rings was a book beforehand and it was all planned out and so yeah, I, I admit that, you know, yes, it is they definitely had more of a roadmap than Star Wars did. But I just kinda tweeted it out to just to throw a Molotov cocktail in a crowd, honestly. It's yeah, you're I crazy man. For, for the trolls. Crazy for yeah. that one, Trey. Well, guys, what are we talking about just, today? Today we're going to be talking about the new movie from writer-director Boots Riley. Sorry to bother you. Oh, yeah. What a, what else what else have we got on the docket, though, Adam? Well, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, the best movie trailers of the last decade plus, I guess, since 2000. Uh, and then a little bit of what we've been watching. We'll take your Twitter questions, and then the moment you all been waiting for when we say goodbye. What's next? My favorite what part. We've been and goodbye. I like saying goodbye. It's the best part it's of the show. To, yeah, it is because it meanders on forever.
Because there never is really a goodbye. It's just a, a continuation. I'll tell you all so about long, it. my friend. When I see you again. When I see you again. Oh, I'm going to start crying. <clears throat> you know, I've become the Fast and the Furious guy at the station. Well, you should be. Yeah? I And and the anime guy now. Well, yeah, that too. You should be that too. Yeah, no, how, do what do you mean now? Have you, you have not been that? No, not until recently. Recent. Is it it's because... It's not my fault... It, is it because you they just found out you like anime, or have you just recently become more into anime? I no, it's just I filled in for like all of last week. Yeah, we, I heard you on Friday. There was uh, just Friday for, evening. Yeah, for some reason, there's just been moments where I mentioned anime, and I've started to get emails about anime. What, what were the contexts when you <clears throat> brought up anime? Because I think this um, is important. It's, Fast and Furious. Fast that we're. So on e- at e- my on favorite e- news, anime. They were, there was a story about Fast and the Furious, and I was gawking about it. And I mentioned it's just like anime, the way that the villains become the heroes and stuff like that. Uh, and then you know Eli is like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> and and then it was the As concert calendar, and there was a band, <clears throat> or I guess she, uh, yeah, a band or something that is. I know Nick likes it. It's pretty much a kind of a J-pop thing, and it has like a holo- hologram oh, yeah. girl dancing. Right. And I mentioned, I kind of talk about that. What, during what did you mention? Like, what did you say about it? It's like, oh, it's I'm I'm down to see that because <laughs> Eli was like, I want I want to know the weirdos who see that, and I'm just like, yeah, it's it's all good. Don't hate Hit me. At me, and and then Sunday it was E News again, and they were talking about Ghost in the Shell. I started talking about that because oh, everyone a, loves Scarlett that Johansson. Movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It was she a was Scarlett perfect. Johansson thing. Yeah. So it's just been you know. I also I think I said mm. anime once uh, during did Shake you, Joint. Trey, I think I you, said something. Yeah. Did you say Ichido ever? No, I didn't. Never said that. You didn't. <laughs> okay. Liking liking anime now is like being gay ten years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Gamers rise up, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With all the man, if you don't know what that is, go to the subreddit "Gamers Rise Up." It's my new favorite thing. All the all the freaking chads out there. I you know what Spencer's kind of a chad, isn't he? He's a chad. Well, I mean, Chaz. my name is Charles. You can get pretty mm-hmm. close to Chad with that. Yeah. All the freaking Chads out there, man. Just Veronica won't even talk to me. Gamers rise up. Bottom text. Hey, guys, speaking of Chads, how about yeah. Army Hammer and Sorry to Bother You? <laughs> one one more thing just yeah. before we <laughs> before we move on, not to be bad at broadcasting. But, Trey, there's a series of like gay conversion movies that are coming out. Uh, this year mm-hmm. you should a series. Of well, just there's one. at least two. There's one with Chloe Moretz and one with Lucas Hedges. Um, okay. So if you want to do your little trailer thing, your parody trailer, <laughs> if you do a parody trailer of being sent to like not liking anime conversion <laughs> camp, <laughs> I think that could be a fun one. <laughs> oh yeah. my god that's that's uh oh, that's yeah i'm gonna start writing the script tonight you could you or could do a conversion <laughs> therapy you could do a sort of uh like a clockwork orange kind of yeah peeled eyeballs and it's all live action movies yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no no it has to be anime because like he's getting sick it's supposed to be the oh. Oh. Trainer. 
Yeah, that's Gensuke right. Yeah. So it's so just like, but that's what's it like? Yashida's first time or whatever. <laughs> Yamada's first time. Yamada's. I was close. Okay. Sorry. Sorry Man. to bother you. I I don't even want to talk about. It. I don't, I want to stop the <laughs> podcast now because that's genius. Oh God. Uh, All right. Sorry to bother you is the first feature film from Boots Riley of The Coup. Uh, it stars Lakeith Stanfield from Atlanta and Get Out fame. He is a down-on-his-luck telemarketer who makes phone calls and then realizes that he needs to start using his white voice in order to uh, move up in his company. And then things just kind of get crazier and wilder from there. I would say uh, we're going to have a spoiler alert at some point. And I, I would warn, if you haven't seen this movie and are interested in it, please do not listen to the spoiler part. Because it is a thousand <coughs> times better yeah. if you don't know what's coming. Which mm-hmm. Yes. I and, agree, yeah. Yeah, and you will never guess what is coming <laughs> right. with this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely bananas. And... and <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes a lot of a lot of left turns. So let's try to talk about it without spoilers for a little bit. How did you guys like Sorry to Bother You? I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was I was just captivating. It was absolutely crazy and I think it does such a cool job of carrying like a pretty significant and, and heavy message. Um but while also kind of maintaining a really fun and whimsical and kind of really just out there tone. Um, and that kind of juxtaposition of like the humor and the wackiness with like the really serious kind of, uh, you know, sub like, you know, like the, the context is uh, super, super entertaining. Trey. Yeah, I loved it as well. Just kind of exactly what, what, what Spencer was saying. It was very wacky, very, very weird, but in the best possible way. You know, it it cut it earned all its weirdness. I thought it earned all of it. It was very well done, and the script was very good because there were certain points where I'm like, okay, how is this all going to tie up? And then, okay, I see how it ties up, and it it's sort of. And I kept trying to kind of nail what this movie because sometimes you'll be like, okay, this is like this movie, this is like this movie. It was so hard to kind of nail it down as to what it was, and I don't think I've seen something like this in a while. But yeah, it's just a really interesting world they built, and it's just so off the wall and 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 interesting, and I really dug it. Yeah, I would say that it, it, it's not perfect in that I think it's a little messy, and you can kind of tell that it's his it's, it's his a first long winded movie. You can you can feel that yeah. it, I'm, but I mean I I don't think it's as good as Get Out, um, but no. I I do feel it's kind of. I'm kind of in the same way with Boots Riley as I am with uh, Jordan Peele, where like the next movie that he makes, I'm so in to see because mm-hmm. I think as he grows as a filmmaker, um, I really dug a lot of the stuff. It did feel like a guy, whereas Get Out is like very uh, like one tracked. Um, this does feel like a guy who's not sure he's gonna be able to make a second movie, so he has a ton of ideas and kind of just mm-hmm. like throws them all in. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, at points. Oh, for sure. Where there's, there's a like, lot. Like the whole telemarketer thing, you kind of forget about that after a while. You know, it's it's a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's definitely some areas where it kind of drags or, um, I don't know, you you get kind of caught up in, in things that are happening elsewhere. Um, but You kind of wonder where this is all going at some point. Yes. It, it kind of, there's like a specific thing going on at the beginning and then it kind of strays from that and then i was like oh i'm kind of losing interest here and then the end hits and i know a lot of people didn't like the end but uh i i'm a big fan of it at least i'm a big fan of the concept more so than Mm -hmm. i think the execution but i I don't think it's executed badly um it may just be a little a little long for my taste i'm i'm a fan of anything that goes in that kind of oh for sure yeah you know where it's just like let's just do it and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm down for this. I'm down for that. I could see why people might not like it because I don't know. It might be too spoiler. I might save that for spoilers. Okay. But uh, I could see why maybe people have issues with it. But I thought yeah. it was really neat. What did y'all think of the performances? Uh, I think Lakeith Stanfield is like he just seems like the freaking coolest guy in the world. <laughs> Yeah, where like yeah. <laughs> he's just like so such a steadying force that is very needed in a like crazy movie where you he you is, can still he is the everyman and he is a great yeah, everyman where you know? he's like reacting yeah. in uh, like solid ways like you would expect people to like I don't know there's something grounding about mm-hmm. his presence I think Tessa Thompson is really good in this movie as well. Um, I think Army Hammer is good in the movie. His character, I'm not sure how like super necessary it is. Yeah, almost. It's it's kind of just to give a face to the evil right. corporation, um, you know. Which I think they do kind of a well enough job of establishing evil corporation without having to have evil corporate head on top of that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like his stuff is is fun. <laughs> so yeah, he know. was he was hilarious, and. Uh, I, I think we, we talked about this um, whenever we've talked about like uh, call me by your name. Like I don't think I don't think Army Hammer is the best actor ever, but I really like Army Hammer the person when you just see him in interviews or like on the red carpet signing peaches. Uh, it's like oh this guy's this guy's funny. I like this guy. Um, so we're, I really enjoyed seeing him in this role because I thought it was hilarious and he plays. I mean, for how outlandish the movie is, it's like he's believable in this world that like, oh, this guy is really trying to spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. You know, I don't want to get into that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought his the, uh, voice reminds me of John Hamm. I, he sounds a lot like John Hamm. I don't think I've ever really heard him. Yeah, yeah. Before, no, he's. But he sounds like a he lot is like definitely John a John Hamm voice twin. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we? Um, should I we really get liked spoilers. I, I was gonna. I was gonna say the uh, real quick the all of the like the managers and the yeah. uh, telemarketer, were, yeah. that that was so good and just so like the the new manager who's like you know this is new social currency it's it's just like that's uh, there's like so many different kind of uh, like themes that he's touching on here and like that all that mm. bullshit uh, of the we're a family now and, and it's like you're crazy uh that was yeah i thought i thought all those guys played those parts really well i i love movies like office space and just sort of seeing that inside a office and especially people trying to make it either you know either this you know um glenn 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 gary glenn ross thing or some kind of family thing and 
Yeah, I thought that was really good. And just sort of the uh, the kind of the disparaging and the, the, the whole place looked really beaten, <laughs> which was which was really good. The whole movie kind of was beaten, honestly, like his car was beaten. His house was beaten, like just everything just seemed shitty. And yeah, I thought it was that was really neat. I liked uh, the guy from Walking Dead as well. Steven Yeun. I, I, I guess this is the first. Yeah, Steven Yeun. I guess this is the first. Yeun. I guess this is the, the first thing I've seen him out of Walking Dead. And I thought he played his part pretty well. It was funny because they had him in the background of that office scene. And I'm like, oh, well, he's going to be right. in this. Because, like, they kind of tease. Like, you know, he was just in the background. I'm like, well, obviously he's going to be a major role well, in this. But then there's also, you like, know. Danny Glover who's there who kind of just. Yeah, who Danny just drops one little piece of knowledge and then is not really in it the yeah. the rest of the the movie. Mm-hmm. Um I would say the movie I would most like if you're going to go see this movie and are kind of wondering what to expect. Um I would say the movie I would most compare it to is Idiocracy probably. There's some stuff that's like almost directly the same as Idiocracy. But like yeah. if Idiocracy There's a was lot, directed by Michelle Gondry, um which uh, there's also just a direct Michelle Gondry reference in in this. Like the whole time I was like, oh, this is kind of like Gondry-ish. And then there's a movie within the movie that is directed by Michelle Dongry. <laughs> oh. <Which laughs> I guess is a shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? All those shows did remind me of Idiocracy. The, the shows for sure. Like the, uh, the beat, yeah. Yeah, I kind of got a you know what I got kind of a Wes Anderson vibe. It is sometimes it is Wes Anderson it as well. I was kind of expecting a little yeah. more visually from the trailers. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. with the telemarketers dropping into the room where people are. I like and that. A lot. There was yeah. a bunch of stuff of like his world changing and stuff. It's kind of all in the, in the trailer. The those kind of like mm-hmm. super visual stuff. I was kind of expecting craziness throughout visually. And there really wasn't. Mm-hmm. There's periods of it for sure, but uh, it's it's not quite as super wacky as the trailer led me to believe, at least. Mm-hmm. All right. Spoiler time. Check the episode description for when we get back because I really don't want you uh, to have this movie ruined by us. Yeah. Uh, so horse people, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just get. Right. That's the best. That's that's my the favorite line of the movie for sure. Uh, <laughs> like two things. One hundred million dollars, and two, you'll have a horse cock. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. So, did y'all ever think for a second that he really just snorted coke, or did you kind of have that sneaking suspicion in the back of your head the whole time that oh, he's gonna be a horse? Yeah, I, I, after yeah, after you heard that about the horse, yeah, I, I felt like for sure at some point he's he's gonna turn into a horse. Like I, mm-hmm. it kind of lulls you a little bit into thinking, oh, well, maybe he won't. But I was just like, man, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, uh, which is like so, like the like the 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 first time you see the horse person, it is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, hey, man, how? Right, because there's like, <laughs> and then it's just the like the Wilhelm scream almost. Like, because I'm sure they're in a lot of movies, they'll they'll leave kind of breadcrumbs in a way that's kind of like, oh yeah, like you'll be able to look back and see this. I I like that there was just like, and I I mean I don't know maybe I'm wrong maybe there were some 
but uh, that there was just like no indication that this was happening until it was happening. No, I yeah, I no, did not yeah. see any indication that it was going to happen until we just get it, right. which is great. Well, I, th- I thought I think that was part of it is like they're already made out to be doing like the worst possible thing you can imagine of selling slave labor, right? And then all of a sudden, oh no, they're genetically re-engineering these people and turning them into horses, and then. <laughs> And the way they introduce that with the all the animation is just right. So yeah. insane with those swinging cave lady boobies. Just so yeah. many swinging boobies. The claymation people were having. Yeah. <laughs> I like he's like yeah this is very uh, highly highly right. produced. <laughs> very very highly produced. <laughs> uh, the like besides you'll have a horse cock which is amazing. Like, when he goes to fight to reveal that they're going to do the horse people thing, and then he finally says it on, you know, the famous show, where was it Beat Me Up or whatever. Yeah, I, I got, I got the, the shit, shit kicked, kicked out, out of me. me. Um, <laughs> he finally does it, and, like, you're feeling like, okay, well, that's kind of like a cool end to the movie. And then immediately smash cut to profits are have never been higher. And, like, all yeah. the... Oh, so like, That's the very right. idiocracy yeah. part. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this is so great. <laughs> like, that, I was just like, oh, my yeah. God, this is amazing. Uh, and then I kind of wanted yeah. it to end there, almost, and just, like... Mm-hmm. Zoom in on Lakeith Stanfield, who, and then like the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme plays, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. "Oh, I did what I could," uh, which I know would be a lame <laughs> ending, but like that was like the high point for me. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I want him I turning the... into a horse, but uh, yeah, yes, uh, you need that. I think the very end with the the um, kind of the standoff with the cops. I think that whole uh, whole thing with um, the the employees uh-huh. and the the strike, I think the that was very line. Wes Anderson. You know, yeah, like that's like the the this telemarketing company is the center focus of this huge slave mm-hmm. labor thing, uh, and I I think the ending. I think I, I don't know. I I've not heard people talking about this movie at all, so I don't know if this is a fact but i could see why people would be not liking the whole ending it, because you know all the riots and stuff and protests and just sort of how it is today right. in the world that might bring up some negative images and it's done in a sort of lighthearted manner where there's a lot of like you know pranks going yeah. on and you know they have like statues i could i thought it was funny and fine i could see why people would be well, upset if- with that though if they don't like that, then they don't like the whole movie because like everything is like a very heavy topics presented in a really right. light manner. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And and like the scene where he's like, they're like, rat, rat, oh, rat, that, rat, that scene rat. is so yeah. <laughs> it's brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal to watch. And I mean, everything about it is awkward from the him like trying to rap and being terrible, and that's just cringy and then ultimately deciding on what he does use for his rhymes and it's like everyone's (laughs) chanting it back and it's so uncomfortable yeah Uh, but i mean that's the purpose 
Mm. <laughs> You're supposed, you should feel pretty uncomfortable mm. by that. Right. Uh, and I honestly, I don't know many people that would be like not into the protest stuff who would go to this movie where a black guy uses a white guy voice to advance in society. And then, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess they show up and assume that things continue to go well for him and that black people should just adapt. Right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Wait, so it's, it's Patton Oswalt and David Cross, yeah. right? Right. That and who does uh the the voice for the guy whose name is just bleeped out whenever they try right. to say it. Who who is the actor? Or okay. who is Um no, who's who's that the voice? That one's Patton Oswalt. Oh, that one's Patton Oswalt, right? Yeah. Yeah. They I they're they're I never realized it. Their voices are pretty they're similar. They're super similar. Yeah. And Very I would I was like, "Oh, I guess uh David Cross is doing both of these voices." And then I realized, <laughs> "Oh, no, it's Patton Oswalt." And so that was this the the first time you hear uh, I guess it's Danny Glover doing the white voice, and you you see that in the trailer, but that's just so it's just so different and so clever, and just, just the way they inter, like work it in and out of the movie of him just having it turning it on and turning uh, it off, uh, I thought was super mm-hmm. interesting. Um, who among the super cast family do you think would be the whitest white voice kirk <laughs> yeah uh, uh just the uh the f- five of us yeah the six five who's six? oh there's five kind of trade twice yeah, I thought you have the opposite problem <laughs> oh. of the lord of the rings issue <laughs> um um I think Austin could do probably the most white voice if he wanted to. I think Austin probably had the, Austin's word story NPR voice. Yes, is, yes, that's very that's, word story. Uh, if you li- if you things. know me, you know History? I love two things. Just and, and anyone History? who anyone who yeah, says etymology. etymology is probably pretty. Every white. syllable pretty white. Yeah. is hit hard. <laughs> yes. Oh, and you know he doesn't do that for our podcast. He just mumbles and groans. <laughs> no, on this on y'all's yeah. podcast, he goes. Try. <laughs> yeah, just smacks and eats. Not not professional, but when he does his thing, it's very professional, very thought out, very uh, researched. But you know, I guess, I guess the games cast isn't that important to him. Well, it's he's not reading from a script. He's gotta he's gotta know, I'm just go off the freaking just, dome, I, and to do that, he's gotta slip yeah, into he does. casual mode. Yeah. No, I know. He's got to play a part. He's got to, you know, he's the bad boy. You know, he's the he's the crazy guy. He's got to play that part on our podcast. I get it. I get it. I just love giving him shit, but uh, I think his podcast is really good. If you've not listened to it, it's Word Story, and it's actually really well done, and you can find that on iTunes. I also want to give uh, uh, a shout-out to yeah. that Tessa Thompson uh, scene at her art gallery. Art scene? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a super cool... <laughs> Uh, just like idea, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, her character is yeah, pretty well, interesting. Detroit. Yeah. What What was the the movie she was reciting from, or the play? Oh, let me look it up. Yeah, because it didn't. It didn't. I didn't know the speech that she was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it, I didn't recognize the movie title. It It sounded like it was almost. I don't know. But it, it, I thought I thought it was pretty fun to see. Uh, Lakeith San, uh, what's his name in the movie? Lakeith Sanfield's character, Cash Green. Um, Cash, 
walks into the show and she's talking to those the rich people who are going to buy her art and she has her own white voice on yeah uh, she does the british yeah. and that's the first yeah and she's like adapting africa for kind of the same reason that he's adapting the white voice almost yeah. um mm-hmm. the part where he's like doing the white voice and is like oh i'm sorry i didn't i didn't know at that i didn't realize i was doing it at, at that point i thought the movie was going to be he gets stuck in white voice forever and that's like his journey i don't know where did you guys think it was going to go because it definitely goes a different way yeah i, I did not know where it was going to go at all i did i get yeah i thought stuff like that was going to happen or, or that he was going to just use it and he was going to kind of lose his way. Not necessarily be stuck in it, but having to use it just forever, you know. But yeah, that, that seems like it was going to go that way. All right. Well, I can't find this Tessa Thompson thing. My Google skills, not, not great. Uh, so, do you guys have anything else you want to say? I think I'm kind of... Just that I would highly recommend it. I thought I thought it was great and I will possibly see it a second time. I would highly recommend it as well. I think it's a really cool movie. Uh, you should definitely see it while it's I, in uh, This is exactly kind of what I want from an indie movie, more or less. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that this stuff is going more mainstream is only good for movies, I would say. Yeah. So Also, tons, tons of good new or relatively new or prominent black directors now, which is pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. with Boots Riley and now Jordan Peele and like uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't remember seeing so many movies done by black directors and or, or movies I can really remember, at least, that have a definitely an African-American yeah, It's kind of like Spike Lee than like, does a bunch. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Then that's kind of it. Yeah. But and we're, we're like getting... kind of seeing these unique voices. And we're, we're getting another Steve McQueen and another Spike Lee movie this and year. And Barry so. Jenkins, right? And, and Barry yeah. Jenkins, yeah. So... So that's super cool. That I mean, they, whereas like two or three years ago, whatever it was, like the complete lack of uh, like re- representation for black actors and mm-hmm. black filmmakers at the Oscars, like there's a really good chance that there's a ton of uh, black nominees this year, mm-hmm. and there there were mm-hmm. quite a few last year. So yeah, Ryan um, Ryan Coogler cool and these... Black Panther, all that stuff was yeah. this year as well. Yeah, it's it's super cool to see. So. That was just something I thought about uh, after I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought it has a unique voice, definitely. How many inches of horse cock do you give this? <laughs> out of, out of t- how many inches? Oh. Look up how, okay, how long is the average horse cock. I'll right. let you guys Google that one. Yeah, I'm going to let Adam do Google that. Google average horse penis. <laughs> uh, oh, it gives me the testes. I don't want the testes. Uh, no, we need the cack. Animal... Animal penis size rankings on Comedy Central UK. Okay. That is, uh, this feels like something that should be easily Googleable. You would think, right? The average stallion's penis is about 18 inches long. Wow. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so this is, that's, that's an, it? That's an average. So, okay. okay. So out of, out of the average uh, horse cock, I'd give it a 16-incher. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking 16. I'm going to put it... At Just, fourteen, but uh, okay. Hey, there's room room for improvement, but overall, I room, like I room enjoyed to, it. And we're talking to grow, of course. You're talking soft and soft versus hard. Right. Uh, I would yeah. say that it's like as good of a movie as it is. Like I enjoyed it more than 
as good of a movie it was. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like that's I feel the same way. Like there, like you said, there's there's some sloppiness and cl- like you know things that could definitely be tightened up by the time he makes another movie. But overall, I I really liked everything about it and had such a good time watching it that I'm pretty high on it. Yeah, I think it's really unique and fun, and I recommend All it right. too. Going on to news. News. We got All a lot right, of we're news. We're out of the spoilers zone. Uh, no more spoilers. Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit, talking about Trey's anime trailer. Uh, Boy Erased, the Lucas Hedges, Russell Crowe, Nicole Kidman movie, uh, just had a trailer that dropped. It looks very melodramatic and Oscar-y. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? I really, this... I really like Lucas Hedges. I didn't see that trailer yet, but uh, Lucas Hedges was super good in Lady Bird, um, and has had some some really good roles over the past. And three billboards, he's and, in that too. And three billboards. That's what, yeah. He's he's been in yeah. some really good movies, so I, he's got a good I manager. Think his parents, I think his parents are big in the film industry too. I, I think I looked him up, and I think his parents are. I would. Big I would believe it. Industry. He was in uh, yeah. Moonrise Kingdom as a as oh. a little boy. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Fantastic Beasts Two will not feature any scenes with Dumbledore and Grindelwald together. Okay. So that uh, uh, well, you know why Spencer, right? Because um, probably because uh, J.K. Rowling's a bad screenwriter. <laughs> well, you know what the significance of that is, though, right? Oh, they're the same. Uh, no, because they were lovers. Yeah. Oh, they were gay or together. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole thing in the seventh book. It, well, it, it wasn't. It, it was, was J.K. Rowling afterward. <laughs> yes, afterward said that it was kind of just like a kind of a friendship that went mm-hmm. wrong in the seventh book wait but it went it went wrong there's there's nothing wrong with that no 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 like like uh like <laughs> like um they were friends and they were trying to figure out the oh man the um how the butthole works oh and yeah i'm trying to be serious and you're making <laughs> i saw i saw I'm a, trying to have uh, serious Harry Potter. I saw a tweet that made me laugh real hard. Uh, that was like the years yeah. 2025. Ska is the biggest music in the world, and J.K. Rowling says, "You know, Ron was actually wearing checkered fans the whole time." <laughs> 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 That's kind of how I feel about <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Yeah, just like uh, Twitter history. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Actually, (laughs) yeah, Uh, I was on this way long ago. Uh, Timothy Chalamet might spice up Denis Villeneuve's Dune reboot. What role do you think? Yeah, uh, Tim. He's gonna be the main character. They said he does have. You don't. You don't cast Timothy these days without giving him the (laughs) right. he does yeah. have as much hair in a peach. As, was it Kyle? Kyle Spencer was that who did the last one? Um, uh, the guy from yeah. Twin Peaks. He uh, he has so much hair in that Dune movie, and Timothy mm-hmm. Chalamet. It's Kyle McLaughlin. I I hear though it's going to be nothing like the Dune. Oh, movie, I'm sure though. it's not. It's going to be yeah. yeah. I have a I have a, a coworker is- who bought the book. Um, to read, he's on. He has like a three week sabbatical right now, uh-huh. and he's going to Jamaica. So he bought the book to read, but he accidentally bought the one that's like the Dune and like all Wait. of the sequels. Oh, okay. Or 
Mm-hmm. So it's he got it, and it's like two thousand pages long, and he's, Damn. he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's just like this <laughs> insanely thick book. I have the Dune book. I never really read it, but I have it somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe well, I maybe, should read it. Maybe you maybe. read it in advance. Maybe you should read a book for once. Well, Adam. I did read a book. It's called Galveston, and the trailer for that just dropped from the guy. Oh. Tell us it's about from it. the guy who did. Uh, uh, True Detective, and uh, okay, it it looks okay. Season one, season both seasons. Oh, he did both yeah. seasons. Yeah. Um, and Very he's generally cool. been Wait. like criticized a lot because people didn't like season two, and he's been a real big bitch about it. <laughs> um. Wait, I see that this saying? is. Oh, it's it's written by. Uh, it, it's based on the book that he wrote. Oh, yeah. Okay, Nick Bizzolato. Or whatever. Pizza hey, uh, hey! Oh, it's got Ben Foster. It's got Ben Foster. Ben Foster and Elle Fanning, which is like a pretty good start, I would say. Um, I enjoyed the book. Uh, it has a release date in August in France, but it still doesn't have one in the U.S. So it's about like a if I'm trying if I remember correctly, he's like a hitman who uh, is dying of cancer and. Uh, he like takes tries to save this girl who uh, her mom dies or something like that. It's it's pretty ah. good. Um, yeah, that sounds yeah. interesting. A lost I'm Stanley Kubrick screenplay has apparently been found. Please don't make it. Do you think that they have uh, restraint <laughs> at this point? No, absolutely not. That thing will sell. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's supposed to. I read the kind of the synopsis. It's sort of like a a creepy dude befriends a young boy to get with his mom or something weird like that. Sounds like Kubrick. I don't know. It sounds weird. Doesn't doesn't sound like the Kubrick I like. I don't know. Where it sounds fine. The the rape. Yeah, you prefer the one where the boys rape the girls. <laughs> the CGI Rugrats story looks interesting, Adam. Uh, there's yeah. CGI Rugrats. Yeah, so kill me. <laughs> So they're they're making a new Rugrats TV show, but they're also making a movie which is like supposed to be live action, but a, a CGI Why? hybrid. So presumably the babies are gonna be CGI monsters oh, <laughs> in, no. in the mostly live action world. It's I'm more into it now. It sounds is Tommy gonna kiss a human girl like Sonic? <laughs> Fingers crossed for that baby to kiss a human I need girl. That. Like a like a hot human girl. Get like uh get Emma Stone in there and have Tommy Pickles kiss her. That's all I want in life. That's my new fan fiction. Bruce Willis officially declares that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh. This is one of those internet debates. Yanni or Laurel. <laughs> I've I've never seen Die Hard, so What? I can't. Whoa! What? what? I'm <laughs> That's going to be your uh, homework this week. Well, I'm Jewish, so I never had a chance to watch it. Uh, no, I I really, I'm I'm not Jewish, uh, but I have never seen it. It is, like, it happens at a Christmas party. It happens oh. on Christmas Eve, yes. Well, that's a, that sounds and like a Christmas movie. There's, like, a Santa hat, you know, it's like people say it's a Christmas movie because set on Christmas Eve. I that. say it's a Christmas movie. Well, then... I mean, for me, The Wizard of Oz is a Christmas movie just because we watched it every Christmas. Mm. 
So, that's the way I feel about Lord of the Rings because they came out during Christmas. It reminds me of Christmas time. Yeah. Harry Potter, same way. Reminds me of Christmas time. At least the first one does. Whatever you, you know. want it to be. Yeah. But it it also it's like whatever. all happens on in like a, a Christmas setting. Like it's yeah. I would say it's inarguably a, a Christmas movie. And also that you can't just because Bruce Willis is in it, he has no more say in it. Just like the guy who made gifs can't be like oh it's gifs be like no yeah, man. he's you not don't, a you don't freaking get to linguist he knows etymology and history etymology <laughs> and history and today i'm gonna tell you a little story now i'm not gonna tell you this, the word first i'm gonna tell you a story and you might have to guess the word guys anyway, before, before back to austin, 17th century france <laughs> before austin started that podcast and he asked you name two things <laughs> that i'm passionate about <laughs> That would like how far, be, uh, how far would it thousand? be before you got to that one? Those two, a few thousands down the list. It is introduced. Not, I like love the so. podcast. I I sponsored an episode. Yes, I love the really podcast. Good. So I, I know it's a really good, really good. This goes to show you just Everyone like yeah, go listen to it. Just you know, go out there and do something interesting and creative, and just like your friends will just rip on you. Why? <laughs> just make fun. Oh of yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I I will say, don't if, do anything. If you Venmo Austin any amount of money, I don't know about any amount of money. I gave Austin two dollars to sponsor an episode. If you Venmo him at Austin Guttery, you can be the sponsor of an episode of Word Story. Okay, let's let's the film's cast let's sponsor it. So I'm gonna send him yeah, two dollars. Yeah, let's do sponsor. it. All right, I'm doing this right now. What should we say? Like, what does he have to say? To sponsor, uh, if we're gonna it's, sponsor, it's funnier if you let him do it because I didn't give okay. him what to say, and he get, came up with something very clever. So unless you have something in mind, I'd what say if let him let him roam? What if he started every episode that was like, "I love two things: my girlfriend and etymology." <laughs> oh, that's not true either. That's another lie. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I love lie about that? Yeah, you gotta add, like, cause it's introduced like it's the only two things that he loves. So it'd be like, I yes. love six things my mom, two things, my dad, my sister, my girlfriend, etymology, and biscuit. And his, oh, I, you know, biscuit would be I first. I love all of those things and starting woodworking projects. <laughs> and, and playing Tumblr uh, porn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right all right let's continue right. uh scarlett johansson quits the movie and any girl's <laughs> boobs speaking of <laughs> boobs scarlett johansson quits Ooh. the movie where she would have played a trans man yeah we actually talked about this on uh, work in progress um where do you fall on that because she got a lot of backlash because she was set to play a transgendered man I guess where do you fall on this? Because it's you know we talk about whitewashing, yeah, you know with like Ghost in the Shell, but is this another form of that or is this just acting? I don't know. Like, what's your opinion on it? I would say it it is kind of like whitewashing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Would it be like if there was like a lady Sherlock Holmes who is playing like man Sherlock Holmes, not like specifically a lady, like. It's like mm-hmm. a, a different sort of thing. And to be able to tell that that struggle, I would say it's probably not best to have a cis person do it. And 
Uh, that's probably mm-hmm. very politically correct of me, but at the same time, uh, who cares? Like, <laughs> it's a it's a part There's of our world, and I don't I don't know why you wouldn't want someone. I, I feel like there would be more of like a I don't know the the history that that person would have with that sort of change would lend to their performance. I I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the the same way you're you're not going to have a white person play Martin Luther King in the biopic, right? Just because it's it's not you know you don't have the same kind of struggles to draw from. So it's kind of just this. It's it's kind of casting someone to sell a ticket as opposed to actually telling the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm, what about what about having a an American play an English person or vice versa? So that's that's I mean that's different. And that it's you're just putting an accent on, and unless this is like a persecuted, it's 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 one thing it's one thing when it's an American playing an English person, and another thing when it's like an English person playing like a Native American, where it's a persecuted group. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just different, you know. It's it's you're you're the same race slash ethnicity at that point. You're just from a different country, especially mm-hmm. when those roles mm-hmm. generally are not in movies. And so it's almost like an an invisible thing and uh, they want more people to be able to break into the industry. And then you have a role where that would apply and then to not Mm. cast a trans person, I think, uh, hurts that movement. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I was, I, I just, I think it's an interesting argument, uh, but no, I'm, I'm with you though. Uh, I think she's probably smart to drop it. Um, just, I think just cause she's had history with, you know, Ghost in the Shell and, uh, you know, it might be just kind of good for her career. I don't know. I mean, she probably just wants to get a role. She's, she's thinking this is a good opportunity, but. Well, she probably thought you know, it was with, a good movie the, and just uh, didn't necessarily consider yeah. the weight of her accepting the role. I don't think she, right, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think she was malicious, obviously, and you no, know, no, 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 no. I'm sure so she either. would. Oh, yeah. She's a great actress. I'm sure she'd perform well. But yeah. I think she's oh, making okay. the right decision and and dropping out a little more closer. Then, how do you feel about straight people playing gay people? Because you do get that a yeah. lot. I I know? would say that's also probably not good. Because um, like Modern Family, what's his name? I always get his. I always forget his name, but the big guy plays a very flamboyant gay person but that's praised like that role is like gotten awards from like glad and stuff yeah i guess i guess the the only Snow, difference Street, yeah i guess the only the only difference there is there there are more roles written uh about about gay characters and there are mm-hmm. more gay actors who are able who work regardless of what the role is whereas for like yeah, a trans actor yeah. it's it's much harder to get really any role so when there's one that's written specifically right. like almost for you and it goes to someone who is not trans then that's where the problem is mm-hmm. okay uh the bohemian rhapsody oh. movie which we've talked about a little mm-hmm. bit hey guess what it looks like it is going to get into freddie mercury's aid stuff yeah because i think i mentioned that like it didn't seem like it was yeah doing that at all i did but well I the, there is, was yeah. controversy because in their synopsis in the synopsis that uh fox i believe put out originally it, it was just like talk about queen's meteoric rise to fame uh and people were like eh, it doesn't seem like there's gonna be this aid stuff it does look like there's now in the description it in part it says you know after Freddie is yeah AIDS. he gets he gets that AIDS uh and only AIDS kills AIDS so 
hey, it's not just going to be about how fun it was to make Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I would say the new the new trailer looks much better than the first teaser. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And whoever they had got to play, it was a Brian May, uh, is like perfect. <laughs> it's, it's like so spot on, it's scary. Uh, Zombieland 2 coming out. Ah, I forgot about that. Well, not, I didn't know they were making a 2, but it seems like a long ways away. It, uh, I remember being, like, happy with Zombieland. I, I enjoyed yeah, I that it. movie. It was fun. I, I'm not dying for a second it one. It was fun. Hey, for, uh, no. anime boy over there, uh... Oh, Spencer, mm, right? Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Bebop movie is gonna be me. re-released in the U.S. August 15 and 16. So well, Nick's gonna be happy. Well, I don't know about me. I I might watch Cowboy Bebop. Nick told me to watch Cowboy <laughs> yeah, Bebop. So so there you go. I'm not a wee, but you just reminded me of that idea. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. Uh, the whole <laughs> Nate. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, anime. You know, it's the. I think it's 30 <laughs> years ago today that Akira was released. Oh, another anime. <laughs> anime. God damn it, Trey. Yeah. Trish. You know, we pissed. So me, Austin, and Nick were at a Barnes & Noble this last weekend, and we pissed them off so much because we're in the manga section, and we kept calling it anime, and there was, like, people in there that he wanted to impress, and, like, there was, like, a girl in there, and we were just calling it manga or anime, and he got so pissed at us because we weren't saying manga. God freaking uh, it. <laughs> Shut up, guys. guys. Were obnoxious there. You're you guys were obnoxious. You're making me look lame. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nathan Fillion made an Uncharted fan movie. Trey, this is this is like yeah. your thing. So, Nathan, so there's Trey loves two a, things. A, video games. I love two things, guys. Nathan Fillion <laughs> and video game adaption <laughs> fan films. Uh, An so, anime. <laughs> anime. I love anime and manga. <laughs> so Nathan Fillion, I think on his Twitter or Instagram, posted some Uncharted thing like, hey, something's coming up on Monday. And I guess it's him and this one director. They just decided, hey, let's do this fan film. And it's uh, Nathan Fillion plays Nathan Drake. And it's pretty good. Like, it's not, it's definitely a fan film. You know, it's not high production. It's, but I think the coolest part of the trailer and, and the story kind of behind it is Nathan Fillion, he was always been talked about as playing Nathan Drake because he looks like him. Pretty much the character he plays in Firefly is Nathan Drake. He's sort of this smarmy, you know, you know, kind of a Han Solo-y, but more of a just a jackass kind mm-hmm. of character. Uh, and that was sort of the same character he played in Firefly. Uh, Nathan Fillion's been in talks to play Nathan Drake forever. Now he's considered too old. But it was just kind of an out-of-the-blue thing that he does this fan trailer or this fan video. And I think the coolest thing about the video is he jumps out this window and there's this pan and it goes into third person and it's framed exactly like the game. Like if you were playing the game, it looks ex- like how the camera pans around him and how it's framed third person. It looks just like the game. And that's done for like a minute. And it's really cool. Like it's it's really neat. Like I don't know if I want to see a whole movie like that. But if there was a movie and they had that scene in there, that would be pretty neat. 
So it's a pretty neat video. It's only 14 minutes long. It's on the internet somewhere. Go and watch it if you're an Uncharted fan. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool watch. Because uh, Ryan Reynolds did this essentially with Deadpool, right? He did. He did. So, he did so would you Deadpool. want to see this in a full feature? Or are you happy with it as what it is? I mean, I'm happy with what it is. But if they want to do a full feature of it, I mean, I don't know. Sure. You know, I think Nathan Fillion would... He might be too old, but I think he would be perfect for the role because he kind of is that character, you know, and, and the director and Nathan Fillion have said like, hey, they're open to talks if they want to make make something, you know, but I think this is fine as it is. I think they just did it to do it. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things like you do it to do it. But if there's something else that comes with it, it's that's great, too. Right. Uh, the Ringer dropped a best movie trailer since 1990 bracket. Uh, I don't think we're going to go mm-hmm. one by one, but just the one seeds on here. Uh, the Social Network, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Inception, and Kill Bill Volume 1. Do you guys have trailers that you like a lot? Also, like I watched all the trailers from this. Um, it's very clear that like trailers have become an art in the last few years and yes, like definitely. older trailers are just like trash. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if you watch the old 1970, like the fir- the trailer for the first star Wars movie, it's yeah. trash and trailers in the nineties weren't great. I always hated trailers. that were like in 1985, Billy Parker was just a kid, you know, and it, the, I don't like those at all. But like, there's some gems, like the original alien trailer is great. Yeah. Uh, that I really liked the Watchmen trailer, which was not on this list. I'm I'm trying to remember the Watchmen and trailer. Was that that was with the beginning as the uh-huh. end is the beginning and that that song uh, from Smashing Pumpkins and it was it had Warshack saying you uh, look, up, look and up and shout save yeah. us. Then I looked down and I whisper, no. Yeah. Yeah, That's, it was a great one. I think Social Network's one of my, one of my favorites. Social, social uh, Network trailer is so freaking good. Yeah. yeah it really is. And that, it's, it's you watch that and you think like, oh, using Creep, it's kind of played out. But it's like, oh, it wasn't then. It was super yeah. original at its time. And yeah, the tone of it. I, mean, I think David Fincher is, I mean, I'm not sure if he made the trailer, but David Fincher is such a good director. Um, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that trailer was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, one of the I'm not sure original Dark Knight trailer. Uh, they I'm not sure if the Requiem for a Dream trailer. I think it does have that that score that do 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 so so good. Mm. Um, I can't remember. Mm. I'd have to go back and watch the trailer, but I'm pretty sure it has that, which is awesome. I think First Fellowship of the Ring trailer is really. I good. think the it, it's on this list. The Godzilla teaser. I think is kind of what got me yeah. into watching for movie news regularly um, and like mm-hmm. going for trailers where it's the guys jumping out of uh, the plane and they have the like red smoke fla- like falling down as they fall to earth. Uh, that that trailer is like what got me into trailers, <laughs> I would say. And yeah. the fact that the Godzilla movie was such trash, it's like, oh, well, I mean, that trailer was sick, though. Um, I I think there needs to be an Academy Award for trailers because yeah. there's a lot of times the trailer is so much more better than the movie. Like that example uh-huh. you just said, Adam. I think even the Watchmen trailer is a lot better than the movie. I think you could argue Social Network trailer is better than the movie. Yeah, I think I think it almost realistically realistically 
could in the sense that you know like movie editing and and all that stuff has its category or there mm-hmm. there are like categories now that ne- didn't necessarily exist for a while so i think as animated trailers, film didn't exist till 2000s right so as as like the art of making a good trailer is becoming more prominent uh, i could definitely see that being a something that's added uh some other trailers I do love that I enjoyed the Wolf of Wall Street trailer. I just remember when it oh, when Black it dropped. Skinhead? It was oh. like the day after Black Skinhead came out, and it was on it, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And there's just like so many great <laughs> moments in it, from like yeah, well, there's like Leo throwing money at the FBI agents as as they leave, and Jonah yeah. Hill eating the fish, them throwing do, doing the midget toss. Uh, into the target and then it just like finally ends after all the black skinhead stuff and then you have that Matthew McConaughey stuff and it's just like god that's such a good trailer Mm -hmm. it's really good I think Inception was really good as well or every Christopher Nolan trailer is really good like the dark original Dark Knight trailer is still really great oh for sure I mean, yeah, everything Christopher Mm -hmm. Nolan does is pretty great. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the Mad Max trailer is just like insane and amazing. Which I like. I mean, you all you you gotta do is show two minutes from that movie, right? Exactly. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, just show me all the big crashes from the movie, and then get oh, what a lovely day. Yeah, and like the, the there's the shot of the guy playing the guitar, shooting fire or whatnot. (laughs) It's like yes. So I'm trying to look at this list here. I don't remember the Kill Bill trailer very well. It's just like every essential like Tarantino type movie song. Yeah. (laughs) Like montage. Yeah. Pretty sweet. There's there's some that I like didn't really remember as trailers. I would say, Uh, like they have the No Country trailer. I don't remember the yeah. But, like, I very specifically remember, like, the Pineapple Express trailer or Where the Wild Things Are, yeah. which is... Oh, that might be one of my favorite, because that has that song in it, which is in the movie, and that's one of my favorite songs of all time. That's such a good trailer. Now, Where the Wild Things Are. Trey, do you know the name of this song that's one of your favorites of all time? Oh, okay. Wake Up. Okay. Wake just, Up just by Arcade sure. Fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's that's the first. Um, I was like a huge. I became like a huge Arcade Fire fan in college or late high school yeah. rather. Uh, and that's the first time I ever heard one of those songs, and it was just like, oh my god, this song is awesome! <laughs> I freaking love yeah, this song. It's and so, so good, uh, and it's so perfect for. It, it's it's that a trailer. song. It's I I don't cry for songs and stuff and movies, but that song gets me on the verge of tears that song does one thing that i did they have a blair witch trailer in this I list don't remember that with, they yeah. didn't have a trailer right wasn't it like it was it was it was like viral movement passing a uh right vhs around like the marketing campaign behind blair witch project is like one of the most genius like guerrilla marketing tactics like or just campaigns ever Mm -hmm. you know what the master is another trailer that i really liked and compared to the movie it wasn't that great like the movie wasn't as good as the trailer i still need to see the movie but i know a ton of people who love that movie yeah i i also need to see it and it's been something that's been on my list for a while that i just for Mm -hmm. whatever reason haven't seen uh, I, you know, we could talk about it if you guys okay. watch it. Yeah. Box office Speaking stuff. Speaking of, yeah. Is that where you were wanting to go? No, go ahead. Yeah, that's where I, I was trying to transition. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, 
So, whoops, I accidentally went to yearly. Tree of Life trailer. Uh, to. Weekend at the box office. Hotel Transylvania won, uh, followed by Ant-Man and the Wasp. Skyscraper did not do well at all. Uh, nope. 20, $24 million opening weekend. That means Trey won the week. Yay! This week, the... this week we have The Equalizer 2. Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> so when me and Austin and Nick were watching Hands Made Tale, we are watching on Hulu, and Austin didn't pay for the no commercials, so every 15 minutes we would see The Equalizer trailer. So, it's, <laughs> it is so the you're worst. real jazzed for it, right? Oh, I'm so jazzed for the Equalizer. Uh, Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. Unfriended the Dark Web, and then 8th Grade expands, but it won't be in a ton of theaters. But 8th Grade yeah. will probably be finally able to be seen by Trey. Yeah, I need to see that, and, and uh, won't you be my So, neighbor? Trey, what is, since you won, you go first this week. Oh, man, let me look at weekend. So I'm going to go Hotel Transylvania. I'm going to take Mamma Mia. I'm also going to take Mamma Mia. I'm going to take Hotel Transylvania. Um, uh, yeah. Give me Hotel Transy. Whoa. Uh, I will take the Equalizer 2. I will take the Equalizer 2. Uh, Ant-Man. Uh, give me Skyscraper. All right. So that's our picks for the week. Uh, Trey, what have you been watching? So uh, I've been watching Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, and I'm enjoying that. Uh, it is really cool show. It's, uh, you know, I, originally I thought it was like Children of Men, but it's not really anything like Children of Men. Anyway, I watched that Handmaid's Tale. Really good. Uh, <laughs> and I've got like 40 minutes into this movie called Solaris, which is a Russian movie from the 70s, and it's like two hours and 40 minutes. And if it wasn't for this video I'm working on, I would not watch it. It is very long. It's all in Russian, <laughs> and it's pretty boring. Like, there's like 20 minutes of just someone driving on the highway. Well, keep it's it like, up. Oh, God. I believe in you. So you anyway, can finish it. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else, Trent? So I'm, I think I'm, I'm two away from getting to 100. Nice. Where Adam's already like twenty past one hundred. Uh, Thirty, baby. <laughs> wow, man. Jeez. I'm, Spencer, where are you? Like eighty? Seventy-five. Yeah, so that means okay. I'm. You're closer to Spencer than I am to one hundred. Oh no! Wow. I need to get on it. Yeah, man. You got to catch up. To, you, I do. Really, don't have to. No, like you really have to. to. You should feel shame if you don't. I know. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get to 150 by next week. You guys want to know what I've been yeah. watching? Yes. So I watched Sorry to Bother You. Um, I also Oh, tell us about that movie. Uh, that's a pretty cool one. It's by Boots Riley, starring with Keith Stanfield. Uh, yeah. Is Keith Cox. a weird name? Uh, Just like generally. Not La Keith. Keith. Keith? But Keith is Keith the name that like twenty no, man, like twenty years name. ago w- we would have seen as like Jackson with three X's or whatever, like be like oh Keith? you named Keith? Uh, no man, Keith Stone. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Was, Never mind. He normalizes it for everyone because he's so cool. 
Um, and then uh, Lexi and I rewatched um, Being John Malkovich, which I had not seen Ooh. Uh, in several okay. years. And I had forgotten how hilarious that movie is. Yeah. I, I, I think, well, I think Spike Jones is absolutely hilarious. And I think it's written by Charlie Kaufman, who's also super, super, super talented. So, uh, yeah, rewatched that. And that, I love that movie. That's, it was, it was better than I even remembered it. So glad we did that. And then I watched Friday Night Lights, the movie, for the first time. Really? Dude. You never saw I guess you never played high school football. I did not play high school so you, football. Okay. Uh, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> it's it's freaking dumb. Like, well, mm-hmm. like, one, like, the coach makes the dumbest decisions. This guy's the biggest freaking moron. Uh, I didn't play high school football, but I know enough about it that you don't you don't run the ball with the clock ticking down on like freaking third and long in the fourth quarter. Like there's just so many things where it's just like bullshit. Like these assholes don't know anything about football and they're making a football movie, whatever. Well, I mean, uh, it was a book. Like it, it was based on real events. Yeah. It's based on like so a lot of the characters are fake. Well, like it's based on a book, but the book doesn't say, and then he ran the ball on fourth and 20. Right. Like this freaking idiot. And then like all the BS about like, Hey, hands on the football you keep on dropping the football coach hands is, on the football the coach the coach is not going to run that give that guy the ball anymore if all he does is fumble it every fifth carry mm-hmm. like that's bull stupid like and then uh they at the end when they're playing dallas carter and they just bullshit and say like oh all these dallas carter players took cheap shots every chance they oh, got these, what a bunch these, of thugs this like racist. that's the most blatantly racist <laughs> bullshit like yeah. fuck that movie <laughs> Yeah. That movie sucks. Take that. So, I mean, I watched that back in high school. And so, I mean, it was like while I was in football. So I, I was enamored by it, but I don't think I've seen it since. I mean, I love football. I don't care about high school football, but I love football. But right. That movie sucks. I mean, my my favorite movie back then was American Pie, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was, was enough. <laughs> <laughs> there was enough about it to where it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it was super yeah. imperfect. Uh, That'd be a good one to re- review, rewatch. Yeah, I did not for like me, it. Least. Um, and then I've been watching. Uh, Lexi and I started Sharp Objects uh, on HBO. Okay, which is friggin' awesome, you guys. If you've not watched that, um, it's the it's the author based on a book by the author that wrote uh, like Gone Girl, and it feels very Stephen Kingy. Um, it's got Amy Adams, who's fantastic. Uh, so highly, that's that's super cool. There's there's been two episodes so far. How many so episodes? Check that out. Two so far. Gotcha. Wait, how many episodes? He cut out Trey. Uh, two yeah, episodes. How many so episodes? So two? Uh, three. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. That's what I've been Adam. watching. I watched Mission Impossible three as a way to get ready for the new Mission Impossible movie. I decided to watch. Uh, what is generally considered to be the best. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's so freaking good. <laughs> like, Dude, R.I.P. that's the only one I've seen. Hit, just like R.I.P. that scene at the very beginning where he's just like, I'm going to, or I guess it's not at the beginning, I guess it's in the middle where he's just like, I'm going to find your girlfriend, find your wife, and I'm going to kill you in front of her. <laughs> I'm going to kill her in front of you. <laughs> just like as he's been captured, it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so good and creepy and awesome uh yeah. and then there's just like so He's, much good philip seymour good yeah. good uh philip seymour hoffman's got to be like one of the most underrated 
uh, actors, I think. I think because he's just, I mean, he he never necessarily he didn't really have like a ton of leads except for like Capote. Um, but he's always so was so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I, I don't know if Foster I've seen Hoffman. I don't know if I've seen Mission Impossible three, but uh, I was talking to Lexi, and we're gonna we're gonna try to watch like all of them. Nice <laughs> before the next one comes out. All right, or try to at least. I think three is the only one I've seen. I think I've seen two, and then like Ghost uh, Protocol, Rogue and... Nation. Yeah, I don't think I saw Ghost Protocol. Even. Oh, really? I might have seen two. Yeah, I saw. I've seen from three on now. I think. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, skyscraper. I I saw uh, featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It is like safe in not a like it looks like it's going to be wild and fun from the trailer, I guess. But uh, it's really not. It's kind of just like there's some cool stuff where they they run through like the technology, the skyscraper. He's essentially supposed to be a guy who does security on it and then terrorists break in. Um, there's nobody really in the skyscraper except for the Rock's family. Um, and so they start burning it down and the Rock has to get inside and save them. Which uh, sounds like it could be fun. There's like a bunch of stuff about the skyscraper that is like just specifically for plot points um, <laughs> to where there's like giant turbines that power the whole thing. And so the Rock jumps through turbines at one point. Um, he, you know, only has one leg in it. It never slows him down (laughs) or like does any, like there's not really a reason for him to not have a leg in this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess there's one. Well, so he can like zip line with it, right? Uh, he, (laughs) he thinks about it, but he doesn't end up doing it. Um, that's weak. Yeah. But there's like, it's the kind of movie where at the very beginning, uh, the Rock's wife is like, hey, my phone doesn't work. And he's like, did you try turning it on and off? And she's like, no, I did not turn it on and off. And he was like, what have I always told you? When something doesn't work, you need to turn it on and off. And they say it like four or five times. And guess what? At the end of the movie, they turn the tower off <gasps> and then they turn it back on again. And that's how they <laughs> save the day. Uh, <laughs> God. So it's just, it's ticket engineering right. is how they... <laughs> Yeah. essentially Dwayne comes in and says turn it on and off it should work um it's it's just like super generic i want it to be crazier i i have a string of tweets about it um Ooh, a well, string of let's tweets. just pray that the meg takes a little couple more risks yeah yeah i know we're all mike Soroy's really meg. excited for the we should meg. get mike on for meg talk all right i'm down to do let's that do let's do that he's very excited <laughs> yeah. for that movie <laughs> Uh, All right. And then I saw Chappaquiddick, which came out earlier this year about, uh, boy, Ted Kennedy's a real piece of shit. <laughs> uh, this <laughs> movie is incredibly frustrating. Like, it's fine. Um, but just in, like, the character where, you know, Ted Kennedy crashes his car off a bridge and uh, a girl drowns inside. But then he just, like, continually makes the wrong moves. <laughs> And, like, Mm -hmm. that kind of movie, you kind of wait for them to just, like, build, 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 and then make the right decision at the end, even if they're kind of shitty the whole way through. He just continues to make the wrong decisions throughout. So it's uh, very frustrating. I wouldn't necessarily suggest watching it to anyone unless, you know, you just want to hate on the Kennedys. Who who doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know? Well. You know what I say when 
I say that, you know, Kennedy, when that fateful day finally got through his head that we didn't want him here in Dallas. Trey, Twitter questions. Let's do them quickly. Hey! We got some Twitters. We got BT Texans says, if you're willing to entertain off-topic dumb questions, please confirm the best pie is, in fact, chicken pot pie. Thank you. Now, first of all... it's it's pumpkin. Yeah. Of course we're willing to entertain off-topic dumb questions. But it is most certainly not chicken pot pie is the best no, pie. Chicken pot chicken pie, pie is pie. so far down the list. <laughs> chicken pot pie is great. Man, you got your pumpkin pie. You got your coconut cream. The classic American apple pie. You're just naming bad pies. All right. Wait, I'm naming bad? Cherry pie. Naming, naming bad pies? What's bad about those pies, Trey? I love pumpkin pie. It's great. Wait, so they're, they're Wait, not bad pies? Yeah, hold on. No. <laughs> Trey, I'm very confused. <laughs> I don't know. No, he was just naming oh. bad pies. I mean, he named yes. one pie. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was a bad pie. <laughs> At Browns 33 Trey, what about asks, that pie that Earth Jason flat? Big porked? Oh, man, <laughs> that was the movie. most delicious okay. pie. Uh, is the Earth flat? No. It's, it's round. Nope. All right. At Woosh Danny H asks, what is the most iconic John Williams score? Star Wars, Superman, Jaws, or something else? Give me that Jaws. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. I love Jaws. He did. He did the. Uh, uh, well, there's so the thing with Star Wars is like there's so many different like good themes from Star Wars that as a movie, Star Wars might have the upper hand because you know there's the, the the Vader theme and the the, the main theme. Um, Indiana Jones is also super good. I don't think I don't think he listed that one. Yeah, uh, but the Indian I thing think is- Jaws. I think that's like maybe the most common because anytime you're in the water and you're pretending to be a shark, you're always going doo 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 I think that's so how well often known. like everyone knows how what often that means. Are you in the water pretending to be a shark? <laughs> a lot, Adam. Anytime you there's know. anytime there's honeys in there, <laughs> honeys. Did the you honeys. have Trey? Be... It may not be possible with your hair, but uh, did you ever? Did what? you ever in the pool like spike it together to make it look like a shark fin? That is not possible. That is not With possible your for me. Steel wool Thank you. hair. Yeah, for my disability. Is that Thank what? That's not a up. disability, right? Mm. Is it? Yeah, curly hair is a disability. <laughs> okay. You sound like a snowflake, Trey. Thank you. <laughs> At Mr. Birmingham asks, chances that Nathan Fillion will get a green lit. To do an Uncharted movie like Ryan Reynolds with the leaked Deadpool teaser. What are the chances? I don't know. I'll leave that to you, Trey. I don't know what the chances are. You know, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. And that's all the questions. All right. Well, you know what that means. It's time for our favorite segment of the show. It is. It's time for Let's Get the Hell Out of Here. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Have a good day.